Hello and welcome to Foxy Digital's podcast, uh, February 16th, 2024. I'm Brad Rose. How's everybody doing? It is unseasonably warm here. It was like 70 degrees the other day. I don't know, a couple days maybe. And it's such a conflicting thing because I love being out in the 70 degrees, but also it's not supposed to be 70 degrees in February in Tulsa. What the hell? I mean, we all know why, but I'm just saying. It's supposed to be 80 next week. Uh, and of course, my kid has a Girl Scout cookie booth on Saturday, which is like the coldest day in the like next two weeks. And then the last week, like it hasn't been, yeah. So, I mean, that's how it always happens. I'm sure whenever we have one in March, it's going to be, be like, oh, it was 85 degrees the day before, but it's going to be 20. So have fun. Anyway. Um, so first things first, I don't have an album of the week this week. And I mean, I did, I have a pick, but it has been, it's been a very busy week. I've been in it doing, had a lot of interviews and meetings and, um, planning sessions for a really cool project event thing that I'm putting together in April here. And it's just worn me out. Like my, I'm a pretty introverted person and it's been great. Like I love doing this and talking to cool people and planning stuff. And it also wears me out and it is exhausting mentally. So I just, the, the album pick of the week. So I'm going to do it next week. It's, and I'm going to do a proper like review and stuff, but it's one that I love so much. It is the recent one from African sciences that uh, Eric Douglas Porter released for the, his 50th, birth, his 50th birthday and it's i, I <laughs> the title of it is a reference to that i'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it so i'm not going to but i just think i think eric's music is so he's one of my favorite artists and his music i, I think what's so good about it for me is that it it's combining a lot of things that i i don't think to combine like here i go i'm going to interview I, i'm going into review of it but like i don't know i just think his compositional style is so unique and like the way that he he puts together these like really i mean frankly like groovy like rhythmic complex pieces but sort of imbues them with all this emotion and meaning um, and they also have the, this like quality to it that they're world building too. It's, he's awesome. And, and so to give it, I, I didn't, I didn't feel like I could give it the proper, uh, go this week because of where I am mentally. And that would be unfair to Eric who, I mean, this is such a great Eric. So I'm, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to mention it now and I'll put a link to it. And if you haven't heard it, you need to check it out. And then next week I will really get into it. And, um, yeah, but I love African science. African science is just, it's the best. It's the best. So that is why there's no album of the week this week. I also want to mention too, that mind over mirrors released a thing on a digital only album 
that is a collection of music recorded between 2019 and 2022 called Particles, Heads, and Pores. And it's awesome because Mind Over Mirrors is awesome. One of my, like, this is like one of my favorite projects of the last, I don't know what's it been, 15 years, something, uh, 13 years. I'm trying to think because full disclosure, I put out the first Mind Over Mirrors record, The Voice Rolling on Digitalis back in the day. And I don't remember what year that was, 2010, 2011. I still think about, there's, oh, I love that record so much. I, I still think about the second track, You Ain't Reeling. And just the, ta- the, the like timbre and texture of the harmonium pushed through this sort of matrix of processing effects and stuff. Oh, really good. Really, really good. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else I'm talking about. Oh, I want to mention Nina Dante. Dante. Nina Dante, friend of the show. Hope you listened to last week's episode talking about uh, Valentine's Day which was, I'm recording this on the 15th, so that was yesterday, and it was uh, the first time I was really celebrating it, and it was pretty wonderful. But anyway, uh, Nina and I have a new song out. I mentioned this last week, I think. Weep You No More Sad Fountains. I love it. I love it so much. It's Nina on vocals and me on electronics. And I, it's a buck on the Jewel Garden Bandcamp. And even if you don't want to throw us a buck, that's fine. I'm, my, my feelings aren't hurt. Maybe a little hurt, but at least go listen to it because we worked really hard on it. It's really good. And I can't wait for our album to come out this year, next year, someday. Okay. So even though I don't have an album of the week, I did talk to Meg Mulhern. Who I've been wanting to talk to for a while about her latest album, Let It Burn Through the Night, which is on Ceremony of Seasons. It's the label run by Tim Gormley, who was a recent guest on Songs of Our Lives. If you haven't listened to that, it's a lot of fun. He has so many great stories. And he talks about the label and its connection to... So he he runs Visuals Wine, which is a, a winery connected to Burial Beer Company. And he... Part of, part of Visual Wine is they have the uh, Ritual of Senses Wine Club and Ceremony of Seasons... He puts out records, I think it's on like the solstices and equinoxes that have a wine pairing with them. So, you know, previously this has been like, there's one like Brett Nauke, um, literally my brain just went blank. There's a lot, they're all really good. There's a lot of them. I should, geez, I'm telling you, this is kind of how it's been this week. Um, yeah. Oh, there was like, like dark signs. That was really good. Uh, anyway, but I just think it's such a cool concept. And so I wanted to talk to Meg about it, like her approach to that. Um, and then also, I mean, winter solstice is a big deal in this house, as I said to her and thinking about, you know, composing with that in mind, all those things. And so I finally was able, we were able to find the time to talk. And so I'm going to share that with you now. And then that's it. And that'll be the show. And as always, I'm going to do the thing now where I tell you how to find me and you know how to find me. Cause just look for Foxy Digitalis everywhere whatever shoot me an email shoot me a voicemail uh join the patreon and if you know and again if a hey, patreon if that's you don't want to spend a couple bucks on that put those couple bucks and pick a cup pick up a copy of meg's album because it is wonderful and so before i talk to meg I just want to remind you that the sound is for everyone now let's talk to meg 
before we talk about actually let it burn through the night, I did want to mention, um, I really love your project spectral habitat. I think it's wonderful. Um, I was just wondering, is that still like ongoing? Are you all still doing stuff? We are. Um, it takes uh, Elisa and I, uh, Elisa Ferris is the woman who I work with in that project. And it sort of became this evolving thing where we, um, you know, we started out with solo projects and then we're like, let's see what happens when we work <laughs> together. We went on this big like West Coast tour and a residency and that's where everything kind of congealed. We were like experimenting on like beaches in Oregon and Oregon and things like that. It was, awesome. it was really, it was really great. And, uh, and so, um, you know, it's just, it's taking its time, you know, it just, um, you know, just takes its time. The pandemic was weird. Our tape got released, um, in March of 2020. So mm. we didn't really get a chance to like yeah. tour with it or anything because nobody was doing anything right. at that point. But um, yeah, and I mean, working with her is like, it's like breathing, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, it just That's makes awesome. so much sense. We can just kind of come together, even if it's been a while since we've even like seen each other and um, we can yeah. improvise and it, it's, it's always, we always get into these great zones. So thank That's you. Awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I have a collaborator like that where we will go years at a time with that, but it's like, as soon as we get in a room, it just it falls right back into place and it's such an amazing feeling. <laughs> it is. And it, it, it feels like it feels mystical in some way. Yeah. You're like, who is this person? Like what is I going know. on here on this, on this level, on some level that I'm not totally aware of. I know. I often call him like my musical soulmate and just, we have this understanding and we've known it's been, I think we're, it's been about 20 years now that we've been like this ongoing thing. And so, yeah. Um, it'll go years at a time without anything, but as soon as we like, like, you know, and at the timing a lot, like something aligns and we can do something, it's like, okay. And then it, mm-hmm. you always wonder, Oh my gosh, is this going to be the time that <laughs> it doesn't click? But every time it's just like, no, it's good. <laughs> or, yeah. I think there's some kind of, uh, there's some kind of mind melt happening. Yes. Um, I, think. <laughs> like, <laughs> I totally agree. Uh-huh. Well, that's good. That's exciting. Cause like I said, I was, I was listening to it again as I was kind of prepping for this, I was listening to that, last album um and i was like oh this stuff's so good so i'm glad that somewhere in the future there shall be more <laughs> there shall be yes awesome. yes i can um, see okay so on on to the new, the new record um the first thing i wanted to ask about so it's on ceremony of seasons and mm-hmm. it's part of the the visuals wine ritual of senses club can you tell me mm-hmm. like i guess first like how you got involved with the label and that and all of that <laughs> Well, um, I got approached by Tim, um, uh, who you talked to, and uh, he's a really super enthusiastic music lover. And, yeah. um, you know, we had we kind of talked about the possibility of, of doing something with that. And um, the winter solstice has always seemed like, a, I mean, the timing was right, but also I, I love that time of year because it's mm-hmm. so, it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit, you know, it's, a, it's rough, you know, it's kind of it a rough is. In, in a way. And, but at the same time, it's really beautiful and it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, can be difficult heading into those really dark days, but, you know, digging deep and that kind of yeah. thing. So I, I was kind of excited about the possibility of doing something for the winter solstice. 
Yeah, the winter winter solstice is like always a big day here for us. <laughs> um, like we celebrate it and acknowledge it and have a couple different like various rituals and stuff. Um, so I'm curious. So you were probably composing this. I'm guessing writing the record. Not like was it like what was the time frame like? And like I'm just wondering if it wasn't you know in that space of the winter, like getting into that kind of mindset to create something you know what i mean like for yeah. a specific thing even i don't know i i think about that all the time with like i want to someday i want to do like a christmas album but i'd have to do it in like july <laughs> that seems so oh, weird to me. <laughs> yeah yeah for sure it, it was like um it was actually around the you know when i was really like kind of laying on a lot of the ideas was i think around actually the summer solstice oh wow so well, that's that, kind of cool that kind of duality though that kind of balance yeah. being reminded of we do have these like yeah. we do have these these time these tipping points within the year and that it is cyclical you know everything is mm -hmm. cyclical. of course i work with synthesizers so i get reminded that everything is cyclical <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it's all about it's all about oscillations and so kind of acknowledging that um oscillatory is that a word it should be. I don't know it, if it isn't. It should be. I like that I word a lot. The exploratory nature of yes. uh, of being a alive on the planet. Yeah, no, I I think that's really interesting. Um, so did you think about because like one of the things I think is so interesting, like the ceremony of seasons label is just cool. he's put out a lot of cool stuff, but I think the the like wine pairing part of it is so interesting to me. Like I'm not even I didn't really drink wine, but like I still I I. I'm just curious, like, did you think about that part of it all? Or was that more Tim's thing? <laughs> I definitely thought about it when I was composing it because I knew um, about the Nebbiolo, which is, um, and, and, and the Nebbiolo um, has this, I believe that like there's this fog that sort of it, it gets Ooh. harvested in. And I was, I was into oh, yes. that image of yeah. it. And um, it's like a really old, um, old type. I'm not really a, a I'm not much of a drinker at all, to be honest. Right, same. And, um, and uh, but at the same time, I I really respect the um, I respect the fact that they're making this thing to experience, you know, this full package to experience something. And I think that that's a really beautiful way to to appreciate, you know, as they said, a, you know, a ritual of senses, mm -hmm. or appreciate all the aspects of of something coming together and really kind of creating experience so um yeah yeah that's something i think i i mean i've been thinking about a lot with my own work in sounds and like in other senses and combining those things in in interesting ways because i feel like i don't know i feel like it, it can sort of heighten the experience of both things and and create um like different kind of reactions or memories to it and i don't know like I mean, sound is the thing I'm obsessed with and it's the yeah. where everything starts, but like, I've got this project that I'm in very early stages of, but there's going to be like a scent, like perfume kind of aspect to it. And yeah. thinking about how like smell and, and hearing to me are two of the more like kind of visceral senses of, mm -hmm. and, and also sort of, they're like visceral, but ephemeral to, I don't know. Like it's, <laughs> um, but again, I haven't had the wine, but just thinking about like, I've listened to the record a bunch and thinking about it sort of in the context of something, even just like the, like 
Tim talks about like the ritual of like s- sitting and just putting it on. And um, I don't know. I think it's, yeah, I just think it's great. <laughs> I think that, that grounding it into, into something. I mean, sometimes people I think have trouble uh, maybe grounding their listening or, or any other aspect of like what they're doing um, just in general, yeah. they sort of feel like they're flying around all the time. Right. And sometimes doing something like having, this glass of wine that goes with this or um lighting a candle or mm-hmm. there's a bunch there's you know some other products there too there's a tea there's um there's a sweet treat um you know there's yeah. having the whole experience and being like i am doing this right now and this is what i'm doing i think that's that's actually so singular right now um, oh my god yes not it's the opposite of multitasking you know right yeah and it can i mean that's i think that's really important too because yeah i mean we're so you know like you said we're all doing a million things at a time and a lot of listening it takes place in a more passive setting so i think Mm -hmm. having that intention do you have any like i don't know like rituals i guess you could call them or anything like with listening or even creating i guess because i i you know, there's so much distraction that getting into the zone of being able to create without distraction, I think is its own sort of ritual in a way. Yeah. I have a, I have a, I usually will light a candle mm-hmm. if I'm doing the, the kind of solo stuff and uh, I'll make sure that I have like a, some kind of water next to yeah. me. You know, like I have to be, I have to be provisioned a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like kind of like okay i got my water and this candle is here like you know i have to be um i'm like and now i'm going to to do yeah. this thing but um and also with listening to a lot of times it has to be like it, it's hard for me to like put something on i i have a lot of silence in my day um mm-hmm. as i find that myself i get really i'm, I'm sensitive to sound you know mm-hmm. um sensitive to sounds and like um sensitive to like commercials too like you know (laughs) there's some commercial and there's like a dog on it and like the dog is upset i'm like oh the dog's upset am i upset i don't know you know (laughs) so so like knowing that about yourself um uh is like i think that's a strength but also you have to you have to set up some boundaries around it i think yeah i think like yeah i I like that of having i like that i I might have to try that like lighting a candle or something like it's sort of like demarcation point of like okay i'm beginning this um yeah and yeah i have to provision myself too because i tend to lose track of time a lot of it and so i'm just like stay hydrated brad stay hydrated so you don't feel like crap at the end (laughs) right yeah totally i had this um a couple of candles that uh, my friend natasha made for me and they became kind of like for a while there i i think i'm on my last legs uh, of one of them and uh they, they they kind of became the music composition candles so that's awesome yeah there's yeah i mean i think and you know when i think about even like releasing music and stuff that's like again one of the things i really love about this like the visual stuff is having these like obviously there's an actual record but having these sort of non-musical components that go with it to have i'm like oh that'd be cool like a candle that is specific to this you know record that you you know or something like that or you mentioned you know like a tea or like a I don't know i think stuff like that's so interesting and and thinking about creating sounds that like go with that is uh-huh. yeah um interesting so yeah it was, um, it was definitely a cool experience i definitely wanted to you know bring 
I also was like thinking about how like the different records that had been in the series already. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about kind of what I could, um, you know, what was mine to bring. And, you know, I have a background with uh, like a lot of like heavy music and like kind of more, um, you know, just heavier music uh, played and played in, in some projects that are a bit, a bit heavier. So I did want to bring a little bit of, um, I, I mean, I, I'm just going to, I just am going to, I think, bring that into like everything I do is like a little bit of, a little yeah. bit of, of uh, I don't know, crunchiness maybe. Yeah, that's a good word. I do think there is like listening to it. And I think I like one, I, I love the way that you use violin, especially. I think that it adds such a distinct, like the way that you play, but then I don't know what, like process it or like put it through, mix it. I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but like it adds this really yeah. certain timbre to it and it is very textural and crunchy is a really good word and like i think that especially with this the sort of solstice idea it adds this kind of like almost like a harshness but not in a bad way that i think really mm-hmm. embodies that spirit and sort of like for me it, it like really wakes me up in a way mm-hmm. which you know cool. it, which i love when you know you're in this like deep dark night sort of you know and mm-hmm. have like one of the things like we do is and this is like classical things we make pomanders on the oh, solstice wow. yeah and th- so like the house smells amazing it's like orange and clove and it's like this really bright thing in the middle of the darkness exactly. and yeah that's one of the things i really like about the record is i think there's some of those elements there that surprised me too because i think you know one way to go with it is like let's just make this record that embodies darkness but i think you really like that transformation that happened, you know, I mean, it's the darkest night and it's like from here it gets brighter. And I think there's Mm -hmm. that in between sort of feeling is really present. Thanks. I'm glad that you, I'm glad that that's, you know, coming through because it, I really was trying to kind of embody that, that there were, you know, there were, there were, there's just a a lot of different moments to be had, um, you know, in the interior, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I was also thinking about that texturally too. Like, you know, um, I think that like we're indoors a lot in winter and, yeah. um, um, you know, any, and I was thinking about the, um, and maybe industrial noises and potentially like HVAC mm-hmm. kind of coming on that sort of thing. And so I was sort of playing with those, that kind of fuzziness, the fact that when you listen to anything, you're going to hear not just yeah. the sound, but if you're listening to it in an environment, you're going to, there's, there's air moving somewhere. Somebody downstairs might be shuffling, you mm-hmm. know, like, like far away, there might be some leaves rustling outside, but you're, you're seeing, you're, you're hearing that through a filter. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I, I wanted to like bring some of those interior kind of industrial people sounds into the music as well without like sampling them without having it be like field recording but maybe kind of echoing it like with whatever i was doing with the synth and uh, the violin yeah that's that's cool i like that i think and that that's one of the other thing and i think i'm trying to i'm thinking about the description of the record but i think like texture and i think that's a really good point about being indoors a lot like one of the things i always think about too with when like we don't really get so much snow here anymore um because i think climate change but um like snow is such a 
fascinating thing. The like the way that the outside sounds, and like, and I associate this with like you know the solstice and because it's the dead mm-hmm. of winter and but like the way things sound outside when there's snow on the ground, but the contrast of how like to me the environment is very it it's like kind of deadened and still with the sure. snow. But then yeah. when you go in the snow, it's this really textural crunching, like, and again, like I, it's why it's like one of my favorite times of years. Cause there's these dichotomies that mm-hmm. are so fascinating. And it, yeah. it seems like, I don't know. It seems like a really fun thing to, and like among other many things to explore and like music like this, to think about yeah. those things. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely was thinking about this, the snow aspect and what it does to sound, you know, the dampening quality of it and um, sort of depth of, uh, of the feelings that you get when you're, I mean, there, there's something about that, that deadness, I think that allows people to sort of, again, go inward, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, I think that going inward can also be um, I, I was trying to hearten people, I think, you know, mm-hmm. that like, that like, I, I think like, Hey, Hey, we're going to get past this solstice. It's going to be great. And we're going to celebrate the fact that the sun will come back. Like it has yeah. every time for many, many, many years for, for humans and uh, all creatures of the world. And it's going to come back. And, and, um, and so yeah. let's, let's, let's welcome it. You know, yeah. I wanted to hearten people to be like that, you know, that depth, that fire that you have inside yourself, you know, <laughs> like go tend to it, you know, let it burn through the night. And I mean, the Yule log, like there's just yeah. like, it, it just seemed to me to be like, like tend that, tend that inner fire. And then, you know, fire, you know, just being such a huge solstice uh, right. symbol, um, just to really like acknowledge that and be like, you know, yeah, and to, and to see that. And also, you know, having people feel heartened by it, you know? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Did, um, and I think this was mentioned that like the thinking about the sort of cyclical nature of seasons, did that, was that an influence on sort of the way you sequenced and structured the record? <clears throat> it was, but at the same time, that's just something that I've been thinking about a lot lately, <laughs> ever since I worked on conjunctions with um, Kim uh, belly full of stars mm-hmm. since we worked on that together and we did a lot of like observation of, of cycles, you know, and that was kind of where that started. Um, allowing the cycles to kind of be their own creature, you know, yeah. a little animated and being like, okay, what is, should I intervene? Should I <laughs> let it ride? How is it going to change? Being curious about that, being curious about uh, your own cycles um, I think there's a corollary uh, when it comes to like making like wine and spirits as well. You know, they've, oh, they've got, yeah. you know, there's a big like uh, component to that. So observing <laughs> these, these cyclical, cyclical things and, and kind of like trying to, trying to respect the cycle itself. Be like, okay, what's happening right now? Um, do you need to just go for a while? And then I'll take, take bits of it you know, and, and we'll see what happens. And that did happen quite a bit is like to have it be, have it change itself, you know, gener- more generative or mm. also to like step in and be like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm going to initiate a change here. 
So it really had had a lot to do with intuition as to as to whether or not I was going to change a cycle, make a new cycle, or throw a cycle out completely because um, this wasn't working. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, I'm also curious how because I I'm, I was I I always like when I you get a record and it says like you know play this loud or play this. And headphones are mentioned, which like I listen to a lot of music on headphones just because I live with other people who don't like my partner and my daughter don't necessarily want to hear all the <laughs> experimental right. music that I'm always listening to. But um, um, like I'm curious, like, do you like how do you feel like headphones like contribute maybe to the experience of listening to this record or um, like compared to say listening to it? on speakers and i mean kind of some of the th stuff you were talking about too it's with the thinking of the you know like the sounds of like an hvac coming out you know, like those and and i think it's interesting with that too because obviously like if you've got it in headphones versus on speakers it's going to change the way that it interacts with those sounds and i'm i just yeah i'm curious how you think about that and how or how you thought about that as you were putting the record together um you know i my first mix is always going to be on speakers, actually. Mm -hmm. That's what I usually will try to like. I'll try to listen to it on speakers and be like, okay, what is this overall kind of doing? Right. And then I'll get into like the, then I'll get into the, the, the nitty gritty with the headphones, you know? Yeah. And then I'll, I'll have speakers again and then I'll get back into the details. <laughs> so it's like, you know, going back and forth um, when I'm composing things. Um, it, 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 I think it depends on, on whether or not I feel like I'm getting the whole sound of something because mm -hmm. I like things to be, to kind of exist in space. So interacting with, um, the molecules of the air around me, mm -hmm. you know, um, because I think that there, that does change things. It does change, um, it, for me, like sometimes wearing headphones makes me very like, again, inward and insular mm -hmm. and, um, Sometimes it can be, you know, when you have speakers, it just feels more expansive. Yeah. And I did want this record to feel more expansive. So I'd use a lot of speakers and then I used, and then the headphones to kind of dial it in. If I felt like I was like, I'm not hearing everything right. that's going on here. I'm, yeah. I'm going to headphones. So, and I know that um, I, I'm not that, sometimes if I'm surprised by something when I'm mixing, like my, my initial my initial um, reaction is not to, not to be, you know, not to discount it and be like, "Oh, hey, what's going mm -hmm. on with you? What are you, what are you all about?" You know, it's right. like you get surprised by this, by this little, little weirdness, and you're like, "Well, how weird are you? Let's uh, let's let's dig into that." So sometimes I can actually get lost in uh, some kind of reflection or or sound or what happens when you expand this reflection. What happens when you uh, morph this, you know, this reflection or repeat it multiple times. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's actually some place where like when you go, when I would go into headphones, I'd be like, Whoa, there's this really strange thing that's happening at the, at the high end of this, uh, this, this tone. And, um, let's explore that a little bit. Where's this coming from? I think with synthesizers anyway, you're like, mm -hmm. especially when you're, you know, working with some, uh, modular and semi-modular, like, 
Um, and especially when you take it and you like, you, you take an acoustic instrument and you put it all into the mix, you get it to some very strange places and mm-hmm. figuring out where those strange places are, you know, it's like, okay, what is happening here? It's like, oh, well, I think this resonance is, you know, interacting with this. And, um, so you yeah. can get, you can get into your, you can get into a zone right there. Mm-hmm. Um, just with one sound. And so I think that they worked. So I guess, you know, long story short, I, I, they work together, I think. And yes. I think that uh, listening to them in a big room um, or a small room or, um, or uh, on your headphones, um, headphones, I think, you know, a lot of people, you know, in order to like really kind of ground themselves and settle down. And I think headphones do make a lot of sense. Right, but maybe you want to you want to listen to it with friends. You know, maybe that grounding happens with friends. Yeah. So it happens with friends too. Yeah, that's. I was. I, I've been thinking about that a lot too, and talking about how, like, I don't know. It's one of the things that I, I don't. It doesn't happen as much in my life anyway. Is like I think about when I was younger and had less responsibility and all of those things where. Just a, me and a couple of friends, we would just get together and play records for each other that we were excited about, and just hang out and sit and listen to records and how a lot of that feels a little lost in these days with just, I mean, again, a lot of it is I'm older. I have more responsibilities. I have a kid. I have, you know, I mean, what is the world we live in? Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like, I think, and and it's kind of bringing this all back to like, I think that's one of the cool things about this um, rituals of senses idea is kind of brings it back to that of like turning it into a thing of and you know and even better like you know drinking a bottle of wine like again i don't drink very much either but like there is a communal aspect to it i mean obviously you can sit and drink a bottle of wine by yourself and i'm not judging anybody but like sharing wine and like sharing music and like having Mm -hmm. this thing like it just feels it just feels like such a awesome beautiful wonderful thing (laughs) Yeah, it is. I mean, we, we, there was a solstice uh, celebration in Asheville at Eulogy, which is the new um, venue mm-hmm. that has opened up. And, and it was just such a beautiful evening, you know, and, awesome. and that was very much that. It was like a, a lot of uh, folks coming together, listening to music and um, just feeling fantastic (laughs) it was it just felt really really warm and exactly what you needed to kind of like all right we're gonna get out like we're going you know we're 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 going towards the 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 end of winter not the end of winter but like we're we're here and we're here in it and all these people are here with us um so that felt really really nice so yeah i mean i think the headphones can help you again but again like nurture that like inner inner Mm -hmm. fire a little bit yeah Well, that's, that's pretty much all the questions I've got. <laughs> um, okay. um, what, I guess, what, what else are you working on this year? Like what's, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, um, let's see. You can talk I, about, I guess, cause I'm sure there may be things you can't sure. talk about yet. I'm working on, um, I've been working on a lot of video work. Oh. Um, actually I got, got into that and, uh, I've been working on it with this, um, little, project uh it's called ephemera house and it's um these really cool prints and and other things that are created with uh created with like code like using processing Mm. 
and uh, my partner does uh, processing. And um, then I've been creating these videos that go alongside them. Um, but it's like they they use like various parts, kind of like the way that I compose, like like taking various bits of things and and uh, kind of expanding them or like morphing them or changing them and 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 uh, editing them. So I've been having a lot of fun <sighs> with that. So I'm definitely like trying. I feel like I've gotten now to where my my uh, my skills are are better than when they first started because I mean that I was just learning. I just was right. like, I want to do this kind of you know, cut up method of, of video, you know, but it was really inspired by those, um, by those designs that uh, he had come up with. And really um, cool. yeah, it, it was really cool. And we also have a project called Lunar Creature that we've been playing for a long time. Like, um, like a, like more than a, like a decade. Yeah. Like oh, wow. a decade. And, but we, we've, we've uh, performed all over the place and we are just, we just now, um, got a record out in uh, in October, and uh, finally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. And then, uh, so now we're actually working on the second record of that, and that's really fun. Awesome. So those are the two things. Um, they're like probably first and foremost uh, awesome. in my, in my repertoire at the moment. Awesome. And any shows? Like, any shows or anything coming up? Uh, not at the moment. I'm hoping in the springtime to yeah. like, kind of go out there and do some do some things. Yeah, um, it's been a lot of like I feel like this year has been like a very much like a scaffolding year, like a very much like shoring up kind of like okay, I want to do all these things, you know. Uh, let's set up the let's kind of set up right. the infrastructure so that this can all happen. Um, I mean, like the the record that I did, the Let It Burn Through the Night, was the first one that I'd actually um recorded and mixed all myself oh wow uh, yeah because i had done i uh the last one that i did breath is a wave the last solo record i um had somebody uh, mike johnson come and help or he helped me mix it um but this one I, I i wanted to that was one of my goals was to uh record and mix yeah um, on my own because i i had done so much with bands that i and i had so many amazing recording engineer friends that I just, I just never right. really did the bedroom uh, studio uh, recording thing. And, and so I'm, I'm like pretty proud of that. Like when I, when I really awesome. submit the masters, I was like, nobody said, you know, <laughs> <laughs> everything's wrong with this, you know? So, and it ended up sounding good. So, yeah. Um, so did you enjoy, helped. did you enjoy that process? Like, I really like it. it. Yeah. I, yeah. I done some like, uh, mixing, like help, like production, mm-hmm. um, help with folks. Um, a friend of mine called me, a, um, an album doula, you know, trying to it. help people birth their creative ideas. And, uh, I really, really enjoyed that kind of work, I guess it's more, it's kind of producing, but it, that just it just felt a little bit more homespun than that, yeah. you know, a little more DIY. And uh, I, so I definitely felt, I feel I've been recording music for a long time and definitely felt like I, I knew how to like make it sound the way that I wanted it to trust my ears, you know, mm-hmm. and I always tell other people to trust their ears and I had to tell myself to trust my ears as well. That's really good advice though. Like that's really because yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I've been doing this forever and I'd still second guess myself. It's like, no, like, you know, 
It's okay. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you'll get into and be like, I don't even know anything about that one aspect of recording music. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, is it going to be ruined that I don't know about this? This thing, you know, same thing with sense, uh, same thing, same thing with anything, really. Yeah, there's going to be things that you don't know about or you don't know about yet, or maybe that aren't even applicable to you. Yeah. Um, maybe you wouldn't even like them if you knew. <laughs> right. Um, Might well, ruin the whole thing. <laughs> right. Exactly. So you should just, you know, keep on playing, keep on learning, um, um, and, and uh, you know, be curious about where your process is taking you, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's honestly the best thing that I can, I could tell anybody. I think that's about the perfect place to end this. <laughs> um, so everybody let it burn through the night is out now on ceremony of seasons and you should definitely check it out. If you haven't already, Meg, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Brad. This is really fun. 